0: The real deal now. Ooh. Gonna kick your sorry ass out on the street. Used <laughs> you you to think you owned
1: the street. We're back to bad cause Your ass is dead meat. Victory's sweet. Bring
0: it on. Here's a receipt. What you gonna do about it? Bring it on. It's that What you got? Bring it on. What you gonna do
1: about it? Bring it on. Gonna kick your sorry ass. What you gonna do?
0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Lowdown Wrestling Podcast. My name is Robert Fuller, and the return of the podcast is the host of What's Do about
1: Joe Drink. Joe, welcome back. Well, Thank you very much for having me again, Robert. I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you. And uh, we are continuing our Money in Bank series. We're talking about last year's match in 2016. And Joe, I think this is a bit an interesting time because um, this is just before we had the draft, so a lot of things are kind of up in the air in terms of the championship, and how the
1: Money in Bank would have backed up. Yeah, and I, and just looking at the roster. So I didn't see this show originally. I was actually in New York um, to see The Cure that weekend last year, right. and so I was at Madison Square Garden watching The Cure when this pay-per-view happened. And I don't think I ever went back and actually watched it. So this was my first time actually watching this match, and it's weird to realize like. Um, you know, again, it's right before the brand split, but also everybody is in such different places on the card for the most part. Yeah. Um, a couple of the guys in this match are still hovering in, you know, the the upper mid card or the or the main event picture, but uh, several of them are are in different different positions. Yeah.
0: Okay, so um, three we'll start of this. It's right about the time you got Shane and Steph, appreciated this Shane did his triumphant returns for WrestleMania. They're pretty much both won a war that kind of leads to the brand, uh, the brand split um with this year we've got uh, last year we had qualifying matches so um yeah sarah zane beat seamus um cesaro beat the miz um kevin Owens beat aj styles which to me was a big surprise and um do was beat Dolph ziggler and chris jericho or as you recall the time the gift of jericho um, be Apollo Cruz and then a few days later a burst of the wheel beat Zack Ryder to uh to be the last boss assessment. Um so with those six guys, do you think that's a good mix to have?
1: Um, I do. I think it's a good mix of styles. I think it's um uh, I mean I think there the the thing about this match I think that sort of stands out to me is that there's really not a bad worker among them. Um, which a lot of times you get money in the bank matches where get a couple of fill, like especially when uh, I feel like there was a while where they were doing like eight guys when it was uh, at Wrestlemania and stuff and it was just like there was always there was guys that felt like filler yeah getting kind of tossed in there and it and these guys I think I think one thing is that all these guys you felt like had a chance to win it and all these guys are good workers so I think this is a really good good group to have for this match
0: yeah, I think I think uh, I think with me it was a very um I think I, I think I said in my blog, Actually, it's probably the most open one ever, because you can see any one of them winning it. Um I can't remember it to win this. Um I need to double check to make sure. But I do remember that um that, you know, part of me really wanted to joke with the winner because um, because the story I can't remember if he, I, it was his idea where your life was part of the story. Um, but obviously he, he like invented the match. There's was his story behind it. Because oh, I I invented this match, so you know I want to win it, <laughs> kind yeah, of thing. Right, right. Which I thought would be brilliant. Um, I think I actually predicted I predicted Kevin Owens to win this actually, because um, I thought that I thought that'd be great for him because um, he he had a really good year the year before, and um, and obviously he was slowly getting better and all that stuff. But he, I think just until Summer Slam I think he was a bit of a holding pattern with Kevin Owens. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Right, um cool. So we start the match. Um Pierre Dol stop bowling and he ended up with Ambos and Jelko who were feuding earlier in the year left of the wing. And some of the highlights he had um, Suicide dive by Ambros Owens um says that, um Desarwell and Del Rio like hit each other tilt were back breakers. So interesting, really, is this Del Rio's last pay-per-view before I
1: you know, I wasn't sure about that, but I, I mean, I know it's one of them, right? He's not around yeah. for much longer. He doesn't get drafted in the brand split if memory serves, so it, it couldn't have been much longer. I think this probably was his last um, pay-per-view. And actually, just to, to back up for just a moment, um, you said that there's a suicide dive from Ambrose right away. And is it yeah. just me, or have they just killed the suicide dive at this know. point it's... as a move that means anything? I mean, you see ten of them every show.
0: Yeah, I don't think it helps with the cruiser race, they do it quite quite regularly as well. Especially uh, I mean I am a bit behind on at the minute, but I watch Two Oh Five Live that to try quite a lot as well. Um, especially uh, with um, do you watch Two Oh Five Live? Uh,
1: occasionally. I watch mostly yeah. mostly NXT is what, what yeah. I watch like weekly for <laughs> WWE stuff and I watch other shows sort of uh, as I as I feel like it. <laughs> but NXT is the only thing that I yeah. really dedicate myself to watching every week.
0: Yeah, I'm the same, because everyone's done behind the ball, um, but um, Drew Garlick's doing like this thing where he's trying to like ban high-risk wrestling, <laughs> uh, so, and he just basically had the, like, he's, he's been talking with stuff league like, quite recently, and they're doing like, he's doing all these high moves, and then they do the usual cut back to like seeing Drew go like watching TV.
1: Going, no you can't do this kind of thing <laughs> right um, it's like the sort of like the McFully so, yeah. anti-hardcore uh
0: yeah which I've see never seen had... but I heard that was really good so yeah. uh yeah I, I think you, I think you did suicide dive because later on Sam Zane does this over top one yeah I think with this match there were so many super kicks by like everyone <laughs> I always did like 10 yeah. of them at yeah. some point um there's a nice bit where um, Owen Sami, Sammy uh, fighting over on the outside, and Owen
1: stamps him against Sammy, and then super kicks him for the first off like a prison times. Um no, but I think well, there's good use of those existing feuds, like you said, that uh, Owen and, and Zane, and you were saying, um, uh, I don't remember. Well, you mentioned another feud from earlier in the. Uh, Ambrose and Jericho oh right because they had the, um, the Ambrose Asylum match and they keep mentioning the 69 thumbtacks that also that match kind of sucked by the way like I yeah, was expecting really great things from that Ambrose Asylum match and it was not very yeah, good yeah
0: that, that surprisingly wasn't my worst match of the year <laughs> it yeah. was the um, Charlotte Attach because of the ending of it mm-hmm. and decided to redo the Montreal Screwjob like 20 years later
1: right. uh, well, that's that's evergreen in WWE right they redo the Montreal Screwjob <laughs> you know Whenever so, they find an excuse to redo the Montreal screwdriver, they'll, they'll yeah. pull that old chestnut out, for sure.
0: Yeah, I think, the, what, what's the thing that got me, I think the war the next day, because Charles one was the referee, and Charles Wollman proved to admit that he pretty much screwed the over, and that was it. you're like, is no consequences? No? Okay, fine. So, <laughs> just the war so the next day is, um, so, but one thing that's interesting, it's got like 10... Five ten minutes before someone actually gets a ladder in, and probably a few more minutes later before I actually start climbing, because that's the thing with these ma- matches now. They slowly build up, it's like you know, people try to get the ladder in and get stopped, or get the ladder in and get stopped from taking taken up. And so it seems to be like the same formula now, and it, it could be seem to be a bit more repetitive.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I really did like that it took them a while to get the ladder in, though. I I think if you get the ladder in right away, then you are tying yourself to a story where it has to be about everybody trying to scramble up the ladder until someone just grabs it and throws it outside the ring because, you know, for whatever reason that you can make work with the psychology of the match you're trying to do, but... Um, I think it's better if you can hold off on getting the ladder in there in the first place. I think you can tell a more compelling and a more easily digested story, yeah. That way, um, yeah, that's my my opinion. So I, I did definitely notice that nobody goes tries to climb for the belt until Sammy does it, and it's yeah, it's like halfway through the match until he yeah. until he does.
0: I mean, there's been okay. a bit interesting bits, I think, mean, I think there was a bit the year before where the light goes really early and I can't remember why there was, was an odd number of participants. So I think Kobe was do it now. I saw coming really early and all the other people just stopped and look and was like, what do you think you're doing? And <laughs> so I had to try and stop it from that. Right. Um, there's a bit where um, Cesaro does his uppercut. Um, you know, the thing we had eight each one in the corner and he does the uppercut train to all of them. Um, just before that, the way I a ladder like balanced into a turnbuckle. Yep. And when doing his uppercut crane, Owen does a super kick and then throws Cesaro head first into the ladder, which looks brutal. Um, and
1: then Owen does cannonballs all round in the buckle, the way yeah. Cesaro was doing um, the uppercuts. And then Sammy interrupts Owen's. And does a really nice spot where he hits the haluva kick on I don't remember who is in one buckle and then he hits it on both Del Rio and Owens in one yeah. with one and that looks really good actually that both those guys got their faces sort of right it didn't yeah, look no. like it whiffed on one of them and hit the other one you know what I mean yeah
0: that's true yeah he I mean, seems to be fighting because he managed to hit them both at the same time yeah um Sam climbs up so he's the first to climb up but they were your stops him and then. Um, he at this time the way of I think mean, they the way of second one WWE didn't go well because um, he went through this whole mass America thing with um, Zeb Coulter and then that ended and then he changed the finisher because I love the cross arm breaker especially the way he applied it yeah um, but then he changed his own, like shitty double stop at the corner thing or just like so yeah
1: which it, it's it it looks like uh, it sort of looks like a coup de grace but not as good. Yeah, I mean, that's like true. Finn Balor does a much better, does makes that look much better. Um, and yeah, yeah and, and that breaker. looks like more like a finisher. So. Yeah, and the cross arm breaker is like a legit finisher too, which is is a move that I've always liked. And one he puts on, I don't know if we're there yet, but he puts one on. I think Sammy on the ladder, or no Cesaro on the yeah, ladder. Yeah, he does that. that.
0: Yeah, that's just afterwards.
1: Looks amazing. It looks, I mean, it looks like he's legit gonna break his arm on the yeah. on the rung of that ladder. Yeah, that's true. Um, after that, uh, just
0: always starts to climb up, but uh, Ambo stops him and hits his dirty deeds, and then, um... So you get this bit now where, like, one climbs up and one stops him. Right. Uh, Is that the so, one where
1: he's got his feet? It's like a hangman, dirty deeds? Like, he's got his feet on the... That's,
0: that's near the end. That's near the end,
1: okay.
0: Yeah. Um... So I know uh, there's a bit where Am- a bit with Jericho pulls Ambo's off and hits a record breaker. Um... Then you have Jericho and Sammy now fighting on the ladder, and um, Owens oh, tilts the ladder so they fall off. And then when he climbs up, he gets hit with a backstab by the wheel. Um, probably one of my favourite bits is that um, Sara does this giant swing. Uh, yeah. She so does it on uh, the wheel, and then he does the Jericho and pulls Jericho into a ladder, which once again looks brutal. I'm yep. um, not not the most brutal one, because I think he did it to the Miz, and he's just like, swung him into the barrier like all the time yeah um so with that um, I think Ambrod tried doing um, a crossbody on Cesaro but it, I got told it was the, Cole said it was the elbow but it didn't look like one so I was like yeah like, it was well
1: it's sort of he's sort of like it's sort of like an elbow into a crossbody like yeah. he he he, he has his elbow cocked like he's gonna hit like a savage big elbow but he actually hits Cesaro with like his chest so yeah I don't know yeah
0: that's true <laughs> um and then one another good bit is where um, Owen and Sammy on the wing and then um Sammy um hits Owens with uh, Michael, drive a mixed driver sending Owens onto the edge of the ladder
1: that looked like if this was a if this was a match between the two of them I would say that should have been the finish Oh, yeah, definitely. And it looked so good, and, and Owen sells it really wonderfully. And the announced team puts it over, and all like it just it, that that moment worked so well.
0: Yeah, it did, because I don't think Sammy really does the make driving that much, does he? So no, it was a right. bit of a surprise. Yeah. Um, and then when Sammy climbs up the wheel, hits him with another like 20 times, and Sammy kind of like peels yeah. off it. Yeah. Um you get a close down there, and then. One thing to do quite regularly in Money of matches matches, they treat like a ladder bridge. Right. So, how um, to explain this on an audio podcast? Uh, so you've got pretty much the ladder in the middle, slope, and then they put one ladder, one like perpendicular from the ladder to, to a corner, and then so the way it does that is how those does it on the other side. So pretty much you've got corner, ladder, another ladder, ladder, uh, corner. Um, right. For the viewers, if you're not for the listener, is not quite sure watch the, watch the match, you'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, it's like from the second buckle to the third rung of the ladder, there's a ladder yeah. laying parallel to the canvas, and they stand on it and sort of use it as a bridge to the yeah. ladder that's set up, that goes up. And then somebody else, sets, Cesaro sets one up on the other side, so it creates this sort of weird structure. So then you've got two guys, and I don't remember which sets of, how they pair off, but you've got two guys standing on one ladder bridge punching each other in the face, and then two guys standing on the other ladder bridge punching each other in the face, and then you've got two guys on top of the ladder that's in, that's actually under the the briefcase punching yeah. each other in the face.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then um I think Zubauer and uh, um, Dewey end up falling down the bridge, but they try to quickly have another ladder and put that next to the ladder. That's Spursil, so you got who's sick of them or two ladders. Um, pretty much ambos tilts the ladder, that's, that's Dewey and Zuzaro, so that's there you go off. And then Jericho and Ambo fall off. And then, um, Sammy kind of pushes Owens onto one of the of the ladder bridge because gets in that. Right. Um, Savage ever come close to, um, like, actually grab her hand on the briefcase and they get it. But Ambo, um, they you talked about earlier, Ambo grabs Jericho and hits him with a hangman jersey beads. Um. Yeah, that Owens,
1: great.
0: Yeah, it did. Um, even better about like, two seconds later, because Owens stops Sammy and power bombs him on just a ladder bridge. <laughs> yeah. Um. Almost, almost gets the briefcase, but um, Ambrose stands, um into the ladder. He's he's on like, the other side of the ladder, so he kind of grabs his t shirt. Keeps like pulling him into the ladder. Um, Owen falls off, and Ambrose climbs up to grab the briefcase and win. And yeah. um, no, Ambrose is your money in the bank. Um, do you think that's the right decision? Because I was quite, su- I mean, I was happy for him, but I was quite surprised that he won. Um, I mean, Ambrose is a guy that I
1: have. I, so, I will say this. I wasn't a huge John Moxley fan when he was in the Indies. Yeah. Didn't really follow what he was doing. Um, saw a couple of his matches, thought, like, yeah, he's pretty decent, but, like, not... He wasn't, you know... He didn't floor me. When he came into WWE, I was kind of lukewarm on the shield initially, and as they got better and, and were, were pushed more, um, obviously, especially... Um, Ambrose and Rollins, I think. I still don't think Roman Reigns is very good. That's another conversation that yeah. uh, for another day, I'm sure. I'm, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm I'm Team Not Reigns, if anybody's ever curious. Um, yeah. But I think that Rollins and Ambrose have gotten so good that I, I mean, I feel like Ambrose was, you know, one of, if not the best guy that on the WWE roster for at least a couple of years there. Um, yeah. In terms of his in-ring work, and um, you know, I, I I felt like they had sort of they'd sort of like they'd already put the belt on Rollins, and they'd already put it, I think, on Reigns. But Ambrose was the last one to win the world title, I, I believe. Yeah, and, those, yeah, yeah, and and I remember just thinking like, man, he's not, you know, I can't believe that he hasn't ascended that peak yet because he is so good. And he, you know, busts his ass really out there every every match. You, like I, I can't think of a match where I felt like, oh, Dean Ambrose is phoning it in tonight, you know, um, whether it's TV match or whatever. And then I think I heard something that he was, he worked more dates than anybody else in like, I want to say it was 2000, 2015 or 2016. Yeah. Uh, Ambrose worked more dates than anybody else in the company.
0: Yeah, I heard that. He worked a lot of days while champion as well, so...
1: Yeah, and I mean, so, I, I, you know, I feel like... I feel like what what they've done with him in the Intercontinental title... Because the Intercontinental title has this sort of thing where it goes back and forth between they decide they want it to mean something, and then they don't care. And then they decide yeah. they want it to mean something, and then they don't care. And I think that um, having it on Ambrose and having him and Owens and stuff feud over it has done a, a lot to make the Intercontinental title really mean something. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I like that, um, and, I, and I appreciate that they're using him to get that title over and get those feuds over. And the problem now, and it's not a bad problem to have, it's a great problem to have, is they have so many guys who are so good and are believable in that top-of-the-card position yeah. um that you can't have them all up there all the time right because you just there just isn't room but i think when this happened i really felt good because when when you win the money in the bank i mean unless you're what unless you're mr kennedy you know you go on to win the world title pretty much yeah um so i i i i felt really good about it i was i was happy with the way it it turned out i would have liked to see zane win it but i i was pretty sure that they weren't going to pull the trigger on him yet and they still haven't pulled the trigger on him in that way yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I was really happy to see Ambrose win it. Um, you know, Jericho doesn't need it. Um, not that it would, not that a Jericho title reign is ever really bad, but he doesn't need it. Right. No. So, so why, why do it? Um, you know, and I, I, I just, yeah, I mean, I felt good about it. Del Rio, I think could have been good. I just, the thing about Del Rio is they just his original character was so good and worked so well this you know wealthy you know the the extremely wealthy but also um i mean yeah he was kind of mexican jbl was sort of the derivative yeah. thing that people felt about the way that that it was derivative of jbl's gimmick but jbl's gimmick was derivative of ted dibiase's gimmick and and so on and so on yeah. right so um I, I thought that gimmick worked really well his whole thing with his, his relationship with um with Ricardo and who they didn't bring back when they brought him back, if if I remember correctly, but oh, you know that th- that worked really well. And then like you said, they did that thing where they put him with Zeb Coulter and um, and all that stuff. And then didn't they like they got up they got beat up by a bunch of old guys at WrestleMania last year.
0: I think so, yeah.
1: And and all that whole thing and 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 again he's he was close to leaving. He left um, sort of sort of unceremoniously uh, uh, left. So I I wouldn't mind seeing it on on Del Rio, but I feel like WB, after his initial ascent and sort of his time in the title picture and and winning the world championship and all that stuff, I think after that, WB just didn't know what to do with him, which is weird because he's a good worker and he's got a good character and he's a good talker. So I don't know how you could not know what to do with someone like that, but... You know, that's the vibe I got. So I I really didn't think Del Rio would win it, but um, I I was, I, I, yeah, I I think it was the right decision to go with Ambrose at this time, and um, I think that sort of panned out in a way. Now, you know, unfortunately, um, the brand split would kind of screw things up a little bit because they put the title on Balor and he got hurt, and then it was was one title was on Balor and one was on Rollins, and then they both got hurt. Yeah. (laughs) And that was like, that was a disaster right so um yeah i don't know but i yeah i think it was a good decision to put it on ambrose yeah. i think i think Am- because he's such a workhorse he almost never misses a day he puts in all these dates like it's never a bad idea to go with someone like that like a bret hart like a, a Shawn michaels at his peak um you know guys who just are willing to go out there and, and bust their hump every day kurt hennig and can work and can talk and all that stuff which is again why kind of like there's not really a wrong answer here i, I don't think yeah. um and actually i really think they that, that was what i was saying at the very beginning is you look at this and you see that all these guys are in such different right del rio and jericho are gone right jericho's uh, back with his band and i don't know if his contract was up or or, or if he's just on hiatus to tour with his band or how that's going to work out but del rio's gone um, Cesaro is, you know, very firmly entrenched in the tag team picture. Yeah. Uh, obviously, um, at this point with with Sheamus, um, who they work really well as a tag team. Even though I'm not a big Sheamus guy, um, I yeah. think they work really well as a tag team. But it's just it's interesting to see how different everybody's sort of position is now. Ambrose is the Intercontinental Champion who's feuding with Kevin Owens until somewhat recently. And uh, actually, I don't watch the TV shows enough to actually know what they're doing with Sami Zayn right now. They were feuding him with Baron Corbin for a minute, and then they were feuding, um, him, they were feuding him with, uh, oh, with Ron Strowman, right? And they did that whole thing where...
0: Yeah, uh, um, Sami's moved up to SmackDown, yeah. but he didn't... didn't we'll talk yeah. about it later on, but he, he didn't issue him money he did back as well. So, yeah, right, uh, right. And, so, yeah let's we'll talk about the cashing, because um, I'm both the fuck around here. So it's pretty much <laughs> right. less than it's not the quickest, came to the quickest, but uh, less than an hour later, um, several misses return from injury at the preview of screen rules. Challenges run away because like going well. I never actually got beat for this. Um, Beats rains, which threw me off to begin with, um, and then while he's celebrating, um, I'm both is hit. So I'm obviously like Rollins is looking a dangerous way. Ambo comes with hand, goes, surprise bitch, hits him with the briefcase, cashes it in, hits the Dirty Deeds, and wins. So, pretty much, um, Seth Rollins was champion for, like, two minutes? Um, and also, he, I need a double check, but I think he's the fourth person to have one money in the bank and have it cashed in on him. So, um, he's joined a very, um, I think a list he didn't want to be. Um with the cash in obviously with the brand script going on I can't remember the master brand script before after this pay-per-view um, do you think it was do you think doing it before the brand makes sense or do you think it would be better to do it afterwards
1: um, no I think I think I, I don't I think it depends on how you do it right I think the way yeah. they did it was fine you know, oh, yeah, I, agree um, I think you could, you know, do the timing of it could be good or bad depending on how yeah. you do it. So I don't know that I could categorically say they should have done it another way or that it was better to do it this way. Um, but I would say that the way they did it was uh, fine. He was the first one to actually cash in the, the same night he won it, right? Or no, you're no, not Cain the won. fastest. Go oh, Kane, that's right, that's right. Kane
0: did tra- tra- it. Kane won it pretty much. They did cash it.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, he so that doesn't happen very often, which I think is good. Uh, uh, you know um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good, and I again for him to get the title um right away. and again, was this um this was his first world title, right?
0: yeah, his own one because um, he kept it on to a backlash velocity AJ stars because it's Styles. stars.
1: Right, right yeah, that's right and and I remember thinking that was kind of weird, but. Yeah. Um, you know sure that, that whatever I mean AJ is a good champion too so it, yeah. it's not that weird I guess but um, yeah so I, I think that was a fine way to do it and it was nice to see him finally get that you know get get the Duke uh, in, in that way so oh, that yeah. was, was cool
0: yeah that was, I, think was, I think with me I, I think I would have loved it um, and like instead of like
1: to, uh, oh, sorry about that. I just my mic just fell off my desk, so I, I
0: might have to edit around that. Sorry. That's a lot. I was saying that um, what I would have liked is because obviously he you got this briefcase, you got you kind of you got one paranoid champion, but I think would have been interesting to see what they've done after the balance fits If uh, he tells, oh, you can cash in either I universal champion or the WWE champion, so yeah. you could have like two paranoid champions like wondering when. If everybody cash in the I thought that could have been interesting, but um yeah. I suppose with the plan split the thought, okay, let's get this out of the way and then we can focus on the plan split. Um, after that. Um so obviously Money Bank um, is coming up like this weekend. Um I think the biggest surprise was the fact it's a SmackDown only pay per view. Um I don't I'm not sure sure now, but I was wondering when they did that, whether it it could be the beginning of the end of Money in the Bank.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's... The thing about it is that, similar to the Royal Rumble, is it's a good way to get somebody... to catapult somebody into a main event picture and not really have to do much. Right? So I I don't think that they'll get rid of Money in the Bank. Um... Even if it's just a uh, one brand or the other, it's also an easy way to move people, right? Because yeah. theoretically, uh, if he wins or if he whoever wins um, on either right, because the, there's a men's and a women's, right? Whoever wins, yeah. theoretically, uh, and I don't have my WWE rule book handy, but like theoretically, either of them could cash in on a champion on Raw and move shows that way, so. I think you've I got something there that that you can do. I mean, even if even if they say they can't, they can always rewrite it to mean that they can later. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Um,
1: or or have the GM say, well, I decided to honor this money in the bank contract because I saw it as an opportunity to bring such and such superstar over to, you know what I mean? So, you know, you've got you've yeah. got you've got options, um, which is good. Uh, it, it boosts people's uh, in the estimation of the audience, it, it gets them over and uh, you also get them over a bunch of other people, and you do it in a way that doesn't necessarily make the other participants look weak, because nobody gets pinned, nobody submits it yeah. can be a lot of chicanery, so I think it's a good match to keep, now whether the I mean, you never know what WWE is gonna do, right? So, yeah. they kept there are years, years where Survivor Series pay-per-views don't have a single You know, four on four or five on five tag match. So, who knows what they'll do? They might keep the name and stop doing the match. They might change the rules. They might, you know, who knows? But I I think they would be good. It would be good policy for them to keep it, even if it is just a one brand show. Or they could change it. They could rotate it from year to year and say, oh, it's a it's a it's a SmackDown pay per view in 2017, and it'll be a Raw pay per view in 2018. Um, Although they do have too many damn pay per views which people were telling me that oh no i heard they're going to like reduce that after the brand split which seemed both weird and unlikely and they have not reduced it at all it's like a pay-per-view every 2 weeks
0: yeah it's um it's probably 17 pay-per-views cuz they would be going outside 17 pay- no it's not 17, 19 pay-per-views 19 each
1: year. pay-per-views
0: yeah so pretty much it's like i think it's like two every two weeks and then obviously that's that's what threw me off in money in the bank because I thought oh, I would be um, a emotional promotional one like the big four one because fire came up there two weeks and then set for Westman, SummerSlam Survivor in Royal Rumble and yeah. if all of must be money back as well but they're not. But two weeks after this, I think war we'll have the most ridiculous name pay view of all time. Big Boss of Fire. Um, I
1: don't know with... if that's the most ridiculous of all time. I mean, the, the in your house pay per views had some pretty ridiculous names. Just, yeah, that's you know... true. Um, but. It, um... I mean, I get that with the network, there's not as much burnout. Cause like for me, um, you know, I used to like, okay, so I stopped paying for pay-per-views that weren't WrestleMania a long time ago. Right. Yeah. So bas- basically after I moved to my parents' house, I didn't really buy the non mania pay-per-views really very much at all. Very rarely. Yeah. Um, because you get to the point where you're like well i'm just gonna go to a sports bar or whatever buffalo wild wings and watch the pay-per-view there because it's free and i'll just buy dinner and i don't have to cook for people and i don't have to ask people i don't have to ask everybody who comes over for five bucks or whatever like just make it easy but then you like you can't go out to a sports bar i mean i guess there are people who do it every week for for football or for you know whatever but um for me that's just like i can't go to a friend's house every two weeks I can't go to a sports bar every two weeks like I just don't want to do that that's yeah. a big it's a bigger time sink so now I mean maybe tomorrow I won't be super into it but maybe I'll just put it on my laptop while I play video games on my TV and kind of watch so I, I get that the the the, 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 the investment in, for, in terms of um, time and emotion is not necessarily as big as it would be if these were all actual cable pay-per-views 40 bucks a hit um you know or whatever what do what they i think now they're up to 40 or 50 bucks for like the hd which is still weird that they divide and they still are available on pay-per-view like i see um you know on on my cable when i go onto the uh on demand section and they just have like the of stuff that repeats on the on demand channel Will you find the show yeah. you're looking for then they're like WWE money in the bank, like pay forty bucks for this, and I'm wondering like who's doing that, and I don't know how much it, how much they are in in pounds, but I'm sure it's about equivalent, right? And like who's doing who's doing that?
0: Well, well for <laughs> us it's about um, it's about sixteen, seventeen pounds, so that's about 35 dollars. Twenty $30.
1: five or yeah,
0: yeah. About. So it was, I think it's like few dollars like like now. Put in the states, so it's on the stupid I've got cold. Uh, but for them, it, they repeat it for like a week, and then that's it, kind of thing. But we get a network here, obviously.
1: Right. Um, do you, you guys have? Does everybody have the on-demand part of the network now? Or cause I know. I, no, yeah,
0: yeah, we do. Cause, you do? Um, I don't. Yeah, because I don't. I. Because um, obviously, we they always show like NXT. I think it's like eight p.m. Eastern on a Wednesday, so it'd be one one a.m. a.m. here yeah, and all that right. stuff. But you could you could choose to pick matches on demand or stuff. Otherwise, I'll be struggling to this podcast if I didn't have that. Yeah,
1: because because well, I remember for a while, I, I think it was Canada and the UK. You guys didn't have the. I know for Canada for sure, but I don't remember the yeah. UK. They didn't have the on demand part. You had to watch live. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it was partly
0: I think it was that and partly because they're trying to like, sort out the TV deal because obviously it's um, Sky, a Show sure all the Westman here. Right. Uh, for the listeners that's pretty much like um people owns Fox Fox News or Fox Plus All Sky. Um so I know there's a bit of a deal about that and all that stuff. Um briefly about the, the money back matches. So the men's one once again is quite open. You've got AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Siski Nakamura.
1: Um I know a set probably Dolph Ziggler, if you see anyone of them winning. Really. I don't see them going with Baron Corbin yet.
0: I don't. Know, yeah, I've heard a lot of uh, heard pounded. He's like the lot of rumors going on how to win, and I've heard he he has improved a lot of the last few moments, But I, I personally think it's too soon for him.
1: I, I think uh, not only it's too soon. and I also don't, maybe he's improved, but he's still. I think he's still terrible. His yeah. sense the timing is bad. He's horrible on the mic. Like I just don't. I don't see the payoff in going with him. He's got the charisma of you know a piece of plywood in my in my estimation. So I just yeah. don't. When you've got AJ, Sammy, Owens, and Nakamura in there, I really think that I I, I don't see Ziggler or Corbin walking out with it. Now I mean who no. knows? Tomorrow night may come and I may eat my words, and it may be Baron Corbin. But uh, I, I think you're right for sure for sure for sure. I do not see Dolph Ziggler walking out with no. this.
0: I think it's I think his time has been gone to be honest Um, I, I think I think it might be Nakamura, but Pom is going. Just okay. Obviously Nakamura's is awesome. Um, but I do wonder because they did have a thing. actually, they pretty much pushed him very, like up to the moon very quickly. And bad if we got injured, so Pom is going. with are on wondering whether they're going to do it at Nakamura or not. To go well, we don't want really to push him to the moon and get injured or right. all that stuff. Uh, I,
1: I think I think it's gonna be Styles, Owens, or Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Those, those are my three. That's my fifty percent of the field that I see walking away. I still like. I just. Sam, Sami Zayn one hundred percent has the talent, but I yeah. feel like they just don't quite have the faith in him at this point. No.
0: You it, know? It, it, I think he's too much. like on the dark, he seems to get destroyed, and then he finds a way to win. Right. I love to see Owens win it, but um, I don't know if you've seen this like Face of America thing he's doing,
1: right?
0: And uh, he's been an FS champion, so I don't know whether they won't do it this year, but maybe next year they might do it with him. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm part between. I mean, I've got to do predictions tomorrow, <laughs> but I'm, I'm <laughs> still between Styles or Macamore and that one. Um, the win one is quite interesting for me, um, except for Timmy and Titus because they're 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 not, not going to win. Yeah. Um, so. Um, so you've got pretty much uh, Becky Kamala and Charlotte. Um, a lot of people saying Kamala could Kamala could win it, um, but personal it's between Becky and Charlotte.
1: Yeah, I, I would be inclined to agree with that. I, and I honestly, I'm just worn out on Charlotte Flair at this point. Like, I would like, I, I would like to see Becky walk away with it. Um, yeah. I also think it, I, I like. I would like to see a good, lengthy feud between Becky and um, Alexa Bliss.
0: Yeah, but um, that's never going to happen.
1: <laughs> right. It was such a shame
0: because <laughs> Alexa Bliss is awesome, and surprised she got moved to World it's even more surprised she went to win the championship uh, right. like a month later. Um, but yeah, I mean with Charlotte, it's I just can't get behind her face turn yeah so, yeah, that's the the whole the whole thing is weird yeah so um' good. Cause it was just hard to do it because because I don't even know if you was just turn up going I've won like the championship like seven times in war I just get had a shot here and I right. kind of like and that kind of led to her being the face turn so you got Camilla to be to there going well no you've just turned up so right. that kind of thing I think for me it's I don't know, I'd love to see Becca Lynch win it, but for some reason she's been like put like pushed down the peck and order. Even though she's yeah, probably the seems... most hard one
1: there.
0: Yeah. Um, so she's my bet anyway. Um so, um if with just one of the about money in the bank, if you gone for like um about twelve years now, do you have a Pacific pers- favourite match?
1: Oh <sighs> boy. Um I don't know. These matches, they're they're usually fairly solid, except for the ones that are like. There's a couple that are like notoriously bad. Yeah. Um, but other than that, they're usually like just pretty solid matches. Um, I th- I don't know. I think probably a couple of the early ones. Like the one where Edge won, the one where RVD won, like those are pretty solid, and the novelty yeah. was still like very new, so like they stick in my head. Yeah. Um, the two that Punk won um, stick in my head because he was the one who won them. Although I don't yeah. honestly remember the matches that well. Um, so I don't really know. I don't. I don't know that I have a good answer for that. Um, if yeah. I have a favorite match, but I also it makes me feel the crushing weight of my own mortality when you say that this has been going on for like 12 years now. So. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly didn't think it would last
0: it long. Um, my favorite personally is the SmackDown it's the World Heavy Championship in 2013, that Sandown one. Um, I just loved the way they did it and having such a surprise and Sandown where you are like, wait, what? Yeah. Uh,
1: um,
0: and then obviously that was like the beginning of the end film. <laughs> but, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that was a, man, they just, wouldn't stick with anything for that guy and he's really yeah. he's really good
0: and I, yeah I don't know if it's like in TNA to anyway, make because i don't watch it um but I'm sure hopefully they've not thought them up too much oh
1: uh, they probably have because yes. you know
0: it's uh, TNA. TNA yes oh no it's so it's called Impact Wrestling now but oh, right, it's always right. TNA to me um so Joe thank you very much uh, where can we find you on the internet uh
1: well you can find me um if you want my wrestling-related thoughts on the internet, the best way to do that is would just be to go uh, follow me, follow my wrestling podcast on Twitter, which is what underscore a underscore maneuver. Um, you can also listen to the episodes of that podcast at uh, whatamaneuver.onthestick.com. dot stick.com. And uh, if you are interested in my thoughts about anything else, which is mostly going to be comprised these days of video games. Movies and politics. Uh, you can follow my personal account on Twitter, which is shake underscore well. Um, and yeah, I have a YouTube channel where I talk about mostly video games, but uh, I talk about some wrestling video games at least once a year. So if that stuff interests you, there's links to all that stuff on the Twitter pages that I just mentioned. So yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um.
0: So we're gonna go back a bit. I'm sorry. sorry I just got a question turn up by um, Dotted Dog, Darcy. Um, he's asking mm-hmm. "What's your thoughts on cash-in the same night as we in the briefcase.
1: I like it. I li- But I, I, if they did it all the time, I wouldn't like it anymore. Yeah. So really, for me, a cash-in... The good cash-ins are the ones that... When they do a unique thing with the cash-in, the Rollins one at WrestleMania got a huge pop from me because I didn't think yeah. they would do it. Um, yeah. You know, this Ambrose one, I liked. And actually, I really liked, and I wish they would do more often the Rob Van Dam cash in where he said you know what I'm not going to I'm not going to use this to surprise anybody I'm not going to I'm going to use this and I'm going to say my I'm going to say when and where my match is going to take place and it's going to take place at this pay-per-view against this opponent because that's where I feel best using it and and then he won and I think that is a really underutilized way to use the money in the bank briefcase to say um, you know I'm I'm booking a match with this that we yeah. know is gonna happen at a future date. Yeah, um, and I know WWE loves surprises, so they probably that's probably why they don't like to do that as much anymore, but you know. Yeah, I think with, with me, I
0: think the one thing I'd love to see is someone start to work. because you're supposed to do it within a year. It's someone start to run out of time. Right. So as I as so as time goes on, like in the last month, is it like get more and more desperate to kind of cash in. So I'd like to see something like that. Um so uh Joe, thank you for being in the shop. Entirely welcome, thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, for people who want to follow me it's at lowdown Wrestling. Um, the podcast is at loadowwrestling.com. Uh, quick announcement, um hopefully the next couple of the weeks it'll be on SoundCloud as well. So once that up, just look at the Twitter feed to and uh, I'll give you the link for that. So until then, thanks for much for listening and goodbye. Yeah, thanks for that joke. Sorry, I just I saw, I saw an, um, a notification and I was like, I was probably just saying, oh, am guessing, and then looked at it and it was,